Bryce and Ren and Corey in the house, episode number 24. Today we'll be discussing season two, episode three of Corey in the house, titled Monsters Ball. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, and with me as always to break down uh, the third episode of season two of Corey in the house is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Smakadesh and thank you, Bryce. It's going well. How are you? Uh, I believe that I should insert a laugh track after you said that. <laughs> I actually have a surprise for you. You do? I do. I got a, I got my podcasts better than yours to film tonight's episode for us. <laughs> uh, what do you... Because it would be a strictly audio medium. So <laughs> how... I don't even... I can't even imagine Bryce, what that would look like. Turn around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Is there a camera crew? Is a camera crew? There should behind be at me? least be like one guy watching you. <laughs> yes, he's re- he's recording me as I record this podcast. And if All I right, understand good. the context correctly, I need to now freak out because, uh, like Ren, like you didn't uh, plug our Twitter enough. I hate you. Reasonable. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's very reasonable. Speaking of Twitter, um, Jr. Nut. He, I believe he deleted his, his Twitter Ooh, because was it was canceled? hacked. Oh. No, he wasn't canceled, but he was Maybe hacked. Back in, hacked excuse? <laughs> back Post in like 2016. Pictures. All right. Yeah, and so, I've not been able to find him. He must have like a contact email. I'm sure he does. Like he's so got to I'll... eat, right? So he's looking for work. Yeah, the thing, but that's what bothers me. I don't want to go through a channel that will result in like, an agent in Hollywood having to we either shoot us him. down. We'll make it very clear that he will not be paid. Okay. So I'll send, but we won't get a response then. Well, we, we don't so, have to drop to that point, right away. To your point, he's quote unquote, looking, what'd you say? He's, he's looking he's for hungry, a job, food to eat. He's got to eat. Yeah. Um, but we, we will not give him that food, but we would love to have him come and talk to us for an hour. We, I mean, if he comes on, do you do you give like a little like a here's a gift card? <laughs> <laughs> here's twenty bucks, Jr. Nut. You could use it. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Like I feel like that would be kind. Like or at least send a card. We would send a card, right? You'd be like, thank How you for I coming on the Jr. Nut. That'd be the proper. Nothing on Google. <laughs> yeah, he's probably. <laughs> That's a risky Google search every time, um, by the way. Hey, uh, JR <laughs> Nutt is actually trending on IMDb Pro right now, so. Maybe we're not the only ones looking for him. Uh, but let's, so so I just wanted to do that little uh, little piece of housekeeping. Uh, Ren, have you touched Corey in the House DS? Not yet, but I'm going to beat it this week. I'm going to play and finish it this week. Okay, yep. Yeah, so uh, this is T-minus seven days uh, to play through Cory in the House DS. Next week, we will not be discussing episode four of Cory in the House season two. Instead, we will uh, be talking about Cory in the House DS. This is, yeah, should be good. It should be. Um, it'll, be it'll be fun. 
yes, it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to hear what uh, what our thoughts are on it. Uh, and then anything else that you want to say at the top of the show, Ren? Any other housekeeping bits? I've got nothing. Okay. All right, let's dive in to uh, Monsters Ball. Uh, the title, I kind of want to start there. You and I don't usually actively discuss the title of these episodes. Yeah. Uh, who Who is the monster? I want This is kind of like a Frankenstein man? situation. <laughs> That's is right. Not? We, we do have a kind of a, you know, man makes monster, but is man the monster for making that monster? Correct. Uh, and so I just want that theme to stick with us through our discussion because uh, the episode focuses on Mina as uh, becoming and then uh, truly embracing herself as a monster. However, the the monster is created by one Corey Baxter. It really is an episode that tackles the duality of man in a way that Corey in the house never has before. No. And so I, I because of that, uh, I just think that we want to approach this conversation with that meta lens. So, uh, all right. Uh, so we start our episode off with Newt excited to share a secret with Mina. Not just any we, secret, the big no, secret. The big secret. And we as viewers uh, do not know what it is. When, when you are originally learning to write, you learn that you want to have a good hook. Right, you wanna wanna write and have that first sentence be something that is instantly gripping, just like when uh, in this case when you're making a TV show, you want that first sentence to immediately draw the audience in to the action. And did it do that for you, Ren? Is this a, a great hook, Bryce? As soon as Newt said the words "the big secret," mm-hmm. I, as a viewer, wanted to know what that big secret was. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you stick around, doesn't it? It lets you. It's. It says, "Hey, maybe I want to stick around for ten more seconds before I, I change to Nickelodeon." It's one of those like um, little details that makes you think. You know, it makes you think a bit more <laughs> about what you're watching. Engages you. <laughs> uh, so I, I got to be honest. I was thinking that this was like we were going back in time or something, and that Newt was referring to Corey liking Mina for a hot second. I thought that's that's what this was. Are you glad that's was, not what it was? Oh, so glad. So glad. I was like, I thought that we totally buried that hatchet. I don't know why why we're on this. But because um, Corey, the, the reason why I thought that is because when Newt wants to share the secret, Corey really doesn't want Newt to share it yet. So Corey gives him a distraction monkey. That's right. Mm-hmm. That uh, screeches ooh, ah, ah, every time Newt squeezes it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it works. It does its job. Um. It does distract Newt enough to make him not tell Mina the secret. Uh, so they Newt have this conversation. Yes. So in that, uh, I believe that someone, I believe a character in the show uh, <laughs> may have tested out some brain surgery. On <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> That's a theory I have, and there is reasonable evidence uh, in this episode to support that. So we will... Well, we'll get there. Um, so they have this conversation very loudly about Newt. Newt's like, I want to share the secret with Mina. Corey's like, you can't tell her. Here's the distraction monkey. 
Um, and then the camera pans out and we see Mina like next to them on the couch. It's okay because she's so absorbed getting ready for their favorite show to start. That she did not hear what they were saying. I thought that it's another one of those like magic moments of Corey and Newt when they're talking, no one else can hear them. Uh, yeah, so they, they're getting ready to watch their favorite show. Before that comes on, um, Mina talks about how she's having a swatishka, uh, sorry, a sweetishka, um, which uh, essentially like a Bahavian sweet 16, right? Like a, a coming of age ceremony. Really uh, not uh, the Cory and the House Riders best Bahavia joke? No. Nope. Um, <laughs> Give it up. <laughs> sweet Tishka. Um, and so they toast yak milk at it. Uh, it's usually like a smaller event, like family, a few close friends. But it's nice, right? It's meant to, meant to be a nice ceremony. Yeah. It's, it's framed as like a cultural, traditional thing. Yes. Um, and... So there's this. Uh, they sit down, like you said, to watch their favorite show, uh, which is uh, My Party is Better Than Yours. Okay. Uh, it's like an MTV parody show. Yeah, of like yeah. My Super Sweet 16. Yep. So um, we see a little clip of it. A girl is screaming because uh, she gets the dress she wants, but not the shoes. Uh, she gets the limo she wants, but it doesn't have a hot tub. Uh, well, Bryce, so... think of it like this. Mm-hmm. Her dad weaves her a golden dress and presents her silver shoes. Is she a fucking? I clown? know. Like, <laughs> what is she supposed to do? <laughs> she, yeah, silver. The silver and gold. It's gonna clash. It's not gonna look good. Uh, I'm I'm stuck on this limo without a hot tub. She's <laughs> um, <laughs> going to be dry. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, she's gonna be like. Was her plan to go to the party? In the hot tub, is it just nice to have that there as an option? And the fact that that option is not there is going to be a problem? She wants to put her hand in the hot tub so she can yeah. rub the water over her forehead while the limo's going. Because <laughs> also, if it's as the limo's driving and if a limo has a hot tub in it, if it needs to like suddenly break, does that hot tub water just go everywhere? Yes. And yeah. theoretically, it's a self-refilling hot tub. So eventually, okay. the, the backseat would just fill up and she'd drown in there it's just it seems like a nightmare for insurance purposes like with the hot the hot waters flying everywhere people might be getting i don't know not burned because it's hot hot tub water but it's well, unexpectedly it's hot. Like a lot Maybe, of hot water right you know yeah, it's kind of soupy. <laughs> serious damage probably to the inside of the limo it just seems like a like a nightmare a logistical nightmare that this you girl wants for her 16th birthday You've talked me out of the hot tub, Bryce. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, I was. I I watched it, and um, I was I was really stuck on it. I don't think I would want one. Um. So, this is when we learn the big surprise. Well, well, first we have to contextualize something. Okay. My party is better than yours. Is their favorite show because they like to make fun of it. Yes. Correct. Important little context. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why it's a really big surprise that Corey pulled some springs. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? Pulled some springs. Pulled some springs. Pulled some strings. Uh, and he is going to arrange for Mina's Sweetishka to be on My Party is Better Than Yours. 
Mina then tackles Corey to the ground. Cut to credits. So two things to, to talk about here. Um, I definitely want to talk about what strings Corey pulled, uh, what that looks like. And then the other thing that I want to uh, point out here uh, is Corey, when he is standing up with Newt, having the conversation at the beginning, then goes to sit down. He has a snack in a bowl. Okay. I don't know what the snack is. It looks to be maybe like uh, like cheese puffs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the scene, we see him. Uh, he like will pick up a piece and then drop it into the bowl. Uh, at one point, he picks it up, puts it in front of his mouth, does not eat it, and then puts it back down. Uh, but we see him. <laughs> we do see him <laughs> pretending to chew. What? <laughs> as they watch, as they watch the episode, he's not eating, but he's just like playing with it, and he's it's it's very clear. The food never goes in the mouth, Ren. Thank you for watching this. Yeah. This is um this episode was rough, so I really needed to I felt like I could focus on those details. I think this this episode, while being rough, is was one of the funniest ones for me in a while. Good. Good. I'm I'm um excited that you have that perspective. I so there's a there's a lot of about this episode I appreciated that was not technically good, but mm-hmm. I like because of how much time we've spent in this Cory in the House world. <laughs> and I'll explain to you as we go. Okay. Uh yeah, so we we do cut to the credits here as Mina uh Mina's like, why why would you think that I would have wanted to um why do you think that I would have wanted to have my party? on this show um and so Corey got her party on the show ren what are these strings that he pulled he definitely got martinez involved yes which is one of the big reasons i like i thought this episode was funny because Corey pulls a lot of he gets a lot of favors done this episode yeah as if um people owe him (laughs) no one no one owes him anything he owes all these people that he ruins their lives favors he definitely got right, me? to reach out to MTV and mm-hmm. was like, my ambassador's daughter is turning 16 soon. You have to film her birthday. Yeah, you must do it. This is non-negotiable. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so this happened. Also, um, I like that he pulls these strings because logistically also these are... Uh, are teenagers, meaning that an adult probably would have needed to sign some kind of waiver. Corey's like no? 15. Yeah. But uh, we'll forgo the waiver and instead just uh, dive in. Presidential approval. Mm-hmm. It works, right? If uh, Martinez says it's so, then it is so. Have you noticed that Corey's been getting attacked a lot lately? Corey's been getting attacked a lot. He was uh, beat up by everyone in the main cast in season one. Yes. Shot through a roof last episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then physically assaulted by Mina in this one. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, that's a great point. You think uh, this is a recurring trend? Should we just uh, settle in for this? Uh, well, isn't it, uh, is it his line where he says, uh, or no, is it Victor? Victor's the one that says, here come the pain, right? Yeah, Victor's line is here come the pain. Yeah, I think Corey should probably learn from his dad. Buckle in. Maybe, maybe this is, this would have been a seasonal arc where in the finale, Corey says, here come the pain. 
completed his transformation <laughs> into Victor in the house. Uh, all right. So it, guest stars in this episode, Red. Not much to work with. Very little to work with. Who'd you pick? Um, the, so IMDb's episode list. So I, the person who I was looking for was Iqbal, Master of the Nose Flute. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find him anywhere. Don't know who this actor is. I, I want to say the, that he... He's in the credits. Is he in like the credits credits? IMDb yeah. does not have him listed. His name is like Halil or something? One uh, let's... Let me yeah. let me check real quick. Do do some like uh do yeah. some of your stand up or something. My stand up. All right. Yeah, do some uh, s- So, I don't know if those listening have heard about the fire at the circus, but let me tell you, it was pretty intense. Uh all right. And then uh, another one that I got for you is uh what do you call a well-dressed lizard who looks for clues? Uh, he is an investigator. Investigator. Uh, uh, the last one I have for you all, for those listening, is if you are uh, looking into the solar system, you want to have a party out there, but you don't know where to start, let me tell you uh, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to plan it. All right, Bryce, like, um, one more. Like, plan it. Oh, you want me to? I, that was my, okay. Uh, I'll do one more because that was a non-core request. Uh, if you uh, are a member of Green Day, and all right, Bryce, I got hurt, it. I got. I got. Hold it. on, hold on. Now I gotta finish it. If you're a member of Green Day and you get hurt, do you know what you need? Uh, Band Aid. Okay, go ahead, Red. Okay. Uh, his name is Hillel. H I L L E L. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, so we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we didn't get anything out of this. Uh, but we know his name. So <laughs> deep down, so if one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people down, Phil Lewis comes up. Do you know Phil Lewis from uh, what? Who Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Yeah, I know who he play- I know who he is. Okay, uh, so I could talk about him, or I could talk about uh, the wife of Perum. Tara Hendrickson. Yeah. Well, you want Bryce. Phil Lewis or Tara Hendrickson? Let's go with Tara Hendrickson. When are we gonna have the chance to talk about her again? Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so we see her in this episode as. Uh, as Lady Perum, right? So she is, uh, she is, is Mrs. Perum. She looks to be in the music department for Dora in the Lost City of Gold. So the live action Dora movie that we, that we got. Uh, but so a little bit about her. She has a deep passion for music. So that's where it comes in. Um, she was recruited by Academy Award winning composer Hans Zimmer. And performed with his orchestra as oh. um, the vocalist for the Hollywood premiere of the blockbuster film in- Inception. So isn't that interesting? That is interesting. She's like uh, like the same person who's the the vocal, the lead vocal in for the the song in Inception is in here as Lady Perum. Small small world. I know. 
Uh, <laughs> she also uh, was in Hannah Montana as the role of Hannah's Spanish teacher. Um, anything else in here? Uh, in the Emmy-nominated miniseries The Beach Boys, An American Family, her portrayal of legendary Sessions bass player Carol Kay afforded her the opportunity to use her skills as a professional musician. Um, so it seems like a lot of what she has done uh, has really tied together her music skills in this. Um, oh, and her singing voice can actually be heard at Disneyland uh, at one, one of the Cars attractions for which she recorded a robust version of the traditional Italian song Luna Mezzo Mare. We have to go and record it. So people can hear it? That's right. Yeah, I mean, do we? I I was thinking our listeners could just go, like themselves. But you, so like you want you and I to go and record it. Well, we need to take it as our personal responsibility. Yeah, because you're right. People probably don't stop down and listen to it, and then they're like, "Hey, fun fact: this is the woman singing is also the queen of Bahavia." So no, yeah. Little fun facts for you. That's really it. That's all I really got about one Tara Hendrickson. Um, she has, I think, one line in this episode where she pretends to cry. She's fine. All right, you ready for the uh, the rest of this run? Let's go. Okay. Um, why did Corey do this? Because why, Ren? His friend. He just wanted to give Mina the best birthday he could think. Because he's a good guy like that. He puts others first and himself second. Is there anything that Corey could get out of this, though? Bryce, good point. Now that you mention Mm -hmm. it, this would be the perfect opportunity for DC3 to get some exposure. Yeah. Yeah, it really could be. Maybe, uh, is this uh, step two in their blow uh, blow upification? Blow up chuate. Blow up chuation plan. I mean, if the library isn't working out for them, the next step is to use Mina's birthday party as a means for DC3 to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Now, if uh, even even if they DC3 uh, does play on this this episode, this recorded episode of My Party is Better Than Yours, um, are they going to make the edit? Are they going to make the cut onto the episode? It's only if 30 it's like minutes. If it's an MTV thing and they're the only band playing, I could definitely see them making the cut. Yeah. Okay. Like, so they it's made, like, they made like a four minutes of song to pad the episode. Song. Yeah. So there's definitely, um, definitely a thought out scheme here for Corey. And uh, his plan, so DC3 is going to play, it's going to get big. Uh, but. Mina is concerned because she doesn't think Ambassador Perum is going to let DC3 play. Right? But he has a plan for this. Corey's always one step ahead. Yeah. He's like, oh, I thought about that. Uh, But we kind of are on the edge of our seats here as we get thrown into the White House kitchen. That's right. A big shift. Yeah. Uh, And so we're sitting here wondering what's going to happen. I wrote... Martinez, Victor, and Martinez are sitting at a table. <laughs> uh, Samantha Samuels is there as well. And uh, so, still. Yes, yes, she is. And uh, I think that now that I was looking for it, Ren, 
you see it. I definitely see it. Uh, she also says that the uh, unsavory food in this scene smells diapery. Yeah, the only way a lot of diapers, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So Sophie, she explains that she has uh, she wanted to be a brain surgeon last week, but no one wanted to let her operate on them. Now, the, getting back to my point earlier, is it possible that Sophie still went ahead and operated on Newt? Definitely. Sophie's not lying. Newt did not let Sophie operate on him. She simply operated on him. Yes. Uh, I, I believe that this is possible. Uh, a small child uh, operating uh, on Newt, on his head, uh, putting Newt under the knife <laughs> and go ahead and i don't know what she practiced if it was just removing some frontal cortex <laughs> if it was, she just drilled a uh, bit inside yeah just to see what would happen um if maybe she uh learned a little bit about uh like a uh what is it a uh a lobotomy is that correct lobotomy yeah uh, so yeah. She, she tried to lobotomize newt but he was saved Yes. But not quite um, in time. No, I assume that <laughs> Newt, Newt was slightly lobotomized. And then maybe um, Corey was like, hey, Newt, come on. And so Newt got up mid-lobotomization. And he, couldn't, he couldn't be unlobotomized because Corey ended the lobotomy early. early. Yeah, Corey wanted to go and uh, like Rap Ninjas two, uh, like 3 was probably at the mall. Uh, so they need to go and pick that up. Um, <laughs> all right, I just tying everything together here this all makes sense and uh she that didn't work out for her uh, so now she's gonna be a chef and she presents sophie surprise some kind of a uh, green purple paste mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I wrote, strawberry kiwi yogurt yes uh with like i wrote green gunk and some kind of like melted jelly it's nutty like and it. fishy and diapery and diapery <laughs> Uh, they go to eat it. Victor crunches. It's good. Um, and Sophie does not really, she doesn't read any of the social cues here. Um, she's happy that they're all loving it and she leaves. Um, yes. Then they all drink some water. Well, Victor drinks out of his cup. Martinez didn't get to pour water into his cup. So he's like, all right, give me that. Goes to take the water, the like, jug uh, but then samantha samuels grabs it she grabs it's like a pitcher and she then uh drinks the whole thing so uh that's our b plot cory in the That'll house relying on a uh, old sitcom staples mm-hmm. someone's making gross food uh ichbob master of the nose flute is back I bet he would have appeared once a season if the show wasn't canceled. Oh, yes. He would have been um, been a, a tradition. Like, Stan Lee in every Marvel film <laughs> would have been Iqbal in every season of Corey in the house. What will be the yeah. Iqbal cameo this season? Mm-hmm. People would, would be wanting to know, but now we'll never, never get to see more. They had a lot of good plans for him. Uh, so he uh, he's here, and Ambassador Perum is also here. Uh, they're standing in like a, uh, I don't know, like a dance hall. I don't know what to yeah, to call the space. Hall. Yeah, kind of like a big open space. Um, 
And Ambassador Prum, not super thrilled to see Cory and Newt. Never really a big fan of them. Ichbob flutes at Mina to greet her. Uh, my question here for you, Ren, should Alexander visit Ichbob? And by that, I mean, uh, he seems to maybe play the same song over and over. I feel like Ichbob would be a great semi-regular alternative in-house band for the library in place of DC3. Yeah, Uh, I think he'd be really great. I think the library is probably his crowd. I think him and Alexander would hit it off. Uh, I think Alexander should visit him, though, because he, he does really seem to play just the same song. Yeah. Like over and over. And I think Alexander could maybe hang out in Ichbod's pool for a little bit to inspire him to write a new song. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, so Corey's plan here is interesting. Uh, Ambassador Perum, very interesting. Yeah. Ambassador Perum, he is explaining how excited he is. He's booked Ichbod, obviously. He's also booked Yanush, the greatest living ball walker in all of Bahavia. Uh... <laughs> Which is, I, like I mean, like, seed. yeah, it, it's, I see this and I just think about uh, Zelda Skyward Sword in the <laughs> fire dungeon when Link, like, ball walks on that giant, like, the giant rock ball. And I think that if Link were Bahavian, he would be the greatest living ball walker. He would. They would have called Link instead of Yanush. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um. Perum is here. He's given the idea of DC3 playing. And he starts to get a little bit riled up. A little bit upset. And uh, that's when the camera crew comes out. That's right. While Ambassador Perum is scolding Cory. In typical Cory fashion, Cory violates a Bahavian tradition for his own gain. <laughs> it's like... It's awful, Ren, that to that point, like, this is the show repeating <laughs> repeating a plot line that we've already seen two or three times. <laughs> but it's just like, it's there for the taking. <laughs> Every single time Corey has the opportunity, you know he's gonna, gonna completely take advantage of a culture. Like, uh, and this is another thing I like about this episode. We've been here so many times. It, it just feels like a familiar <laughs> part of the Corey in the house. <laughs> like formula? Like, oh yes, yeah, so naturally Corey is not gonna give like give two cares in the world about what Mina has to say regarding her culture, what Perum has to say about keeping the culture sacred. So long as DC3 gets to play, like that's he that's all he cares about. In Corey's um, defense here though, dads never say no on camera. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his plan. That's his his well thought out plan that he alluded to earlier. Is oh yeah, he's I expect Perum to freak, but once we get a camera on him, he's gonna he's gonna be a yes man. He's never gonna ball? say no. Perum yeah, understands what? the uh, nuances of American politics after Martinez got slaughtered in the media. <laughs> uh and so this is when now that uh, Perum is on camera. He is pressured into saying yes to DC3 playing. Um, Corey, so Mina hugs him, and then Corey also hugs him. <laughs> showing that Corey only cares about DC3 playing. Um, 
Newt says, we'll get this room rocking, Ambassador P. And then they do like a, like a, buchika, 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 like whatever. I don't know how to, to best explain it, but like, kind of like a boots it. and cats thing. Yeah. They, they do some fabs and they're excited. They're rocking out. And then Ambassador P cuts them off. Um, and <laughs> he like mimics them. He's like a rocking at a, at a, uh, Swaitishka. Oh, Swaitishka. I can't even say it anymore. Um, that makes me think, Ren, that this is the closest to improv that we see in Koi in the House. What do you think? Do you think that this is like that? This is the line, or do you think that this is him? He gets upset, and then he's supposed to say Swaitishka, but kind of like he says the wrong thing, and then just like improvises and goes with it. I think they didn't have enough film, so they had to use what they got. Okay. <laughs> they filmed it once. <laughs> All right, guys, one take. Let's go. Imagine if that's like uh, that actor's MO is whenever he's in a scene, he just refuses to follow the script. Uh, he's he's just, very <laughs> difficult to work with, but he gets results. Yeah. <laughs> so they always have to cater the story around whatever he says. Um, <laughs> All right. So he's not happy with DC3 rocking there. Um, and then Corey tells Mina to step up her game, to throw a tantrum, act like a brat. Um, and then she doubles down on it. So she hears this motivation from Corey. Um, and she doubles down. So she does go back to her dad, says, my band has to play it at the party or the party will be ruined. She kind of starts to get whiny here. Um, he says yes. So now DC3 is like officially playing. And now Mina can't believe what she was missing, Ren. I loved this. Yeah, we see like the creation of a monster right before our eyes. Dark Mina. Like she, <laughs> dark Mina. She even she goes so far as to say she says, uh, "I can make my father do whatever I want." <laughs> and they're like, "What do you want?" And she's like, "I want everything." <laughs> so <laughs> she is I. I believe, uh, and I, I in our pre-recording uh, conversation, I, I mentioned that I'm watching through all the Marvel films. I believe if Mina were to gather all of the <laughs> Infinity Stones, she would be ruthless. She would snap in a second, Ren. She'd snap and keep snapping? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She'd keep cutting down those numbers. Um, <laughs> I like this so- Mina. This is the most personality she's ever had. Well, I, I thought I had earlier was what is it like to see a character change before our eyes, but in a way that's like go from the blandest of bland to at least having something. Uh, I, I, I think like, this episode has the opposite effect. Like mm-hmm. I would have been fine with a few episodes of Evil Mina. Give us a season two arc of <laughs> Evil Mina. <laughs> and then Mina finally, like a, a big buildup to Mina finally having to get talked down. Um, so Newt's concerned about Mina, rightfully so. Uh, Newt's like, Newt sees that Mina now has fire in her eyes, um, that Mina is, is just really speaking in a very scary way. And Corey reassures him, oh, by tomorrow she'll, she'll be off her high horse. Uh, this was like a true Corey in the house setup. It was. Yeah, so we get this line, and of course, in this next scene, we will literally see her on a horse. 
At least it's a real uh, animal this time. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, at school, she's on this horse, and she's passing out invites to her party as if they were peasants. She's straightened her hair, completing her transformation. Yes, she is no longer the the invisible Mina. Now she is Mina, who can make her dad do whatever she wants. Um, and she passes these out. She's like, you're worthy, you're worthy. You used to be worthy. Bryce, let me ask you something. It's probably the same question that I have read. Yeah. Is the worthiness system fair? Oh, okay. It isn't, <laughs> isn't the same question. Is the worthiness system fair? Yeah. Do you uh, think Mina judging people accurately and correctly? I think Mina probably has a really bad read on people, considering the that she was gravitated towards Corey. The company. Uh, when he was... <laughs> Yeah, when he was new at school. She was like, Corey seems like someone who I can get along with and, and be friends with. Uh, she does not have a good judge of character. So I assume that her party is filled with people who are like Corey. Um, all right, my question was going to be, what did the kid who's not worthy, what, what did he do to not be worthy? Good question. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Knowing Mina, I'm guessing that he like, he was in front of her at a vending machine and he like took the last Snickers. Is this like, like a that. recent unworthiness? Yeah, well she says you used to be worthy. So I that makes me think that it was relatively recent, but who knows? It could have been like back in kindergarten he was worthy, but now he's just kind of a jerk. I don't know. Um All right. Uh I believe we cut to commercial and now we're back back at the like the party place where they the party will be the the hall um mina wants ambassador prune to shave his mustache because it clashes with the carpet the mustache he's had since he was nine when i was nine i did not grow facial hair when did you start growing facial hair <laughs> uh i don't know like 13 14 all right Reasonable. But it's like, yeah, but it's not like, uh, I don't get like a full, it's patchy. But, but Ambassador Perun was full at nine, presumably. At nine. Completely full. He says that he had the whole mustache at nine. Um, he just grew in like that and stayed like that. He's never had to shave anything. Yeah. Like, I, I know he says nine, but I almost imagine him born with it. Yeah, you're right. He's, he, I bet he's like exaggerating because he figures people won't believe him. <laughs> he's lived with too many people doubting him so he just says nine because that's that's maybe at least more more believable you know it's like how Um, people like people ask where you live you say boston if you live around the city just yeah yeah it's not worth it (laughs) to be like yeah i live i live in uh this this part uh yeah it's exactly like that um so his mustache clashes with the carpet he's gonna change the carpet fair right i mean if the mustache mm-hmm. is going to clash with something, you know, fix it. Yep. It's got to be that, the other thing that's fixed. Uh, and then Newt recognizes Mina's turning into a monster. Yep, good. And Amino. Corey says, a monster. <laughs> Corey says, but she's our monster. You have to look at the big picture. Uh, and same type of setup as Mina on her high horse. She naturally goes and... Uh, observes what is a giant picture printed picture of her face she says i hate it and she rips it up 
She shreds it so fast. Mm-hmm. And then Perum walks away holding it in tears. Uh, Bryce, you did miss one essential Bahavia detail. Yeah. Mina's not wearing oh, the yes. Casper dress her grandmother skinned for her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think this is probably pretty cold of Mina. It seems like uh, Grandma has worked hard to to skin a yak. Um, I'm going to ask you a question here, Ren. All right. I'm just full of questions tonight. Uh, if you skin a yak... Never mind. We're good. <laughs> you, all right, now I have to finish it. I have to finish for? it. No, well, yeah, I was going to... If you skin... The yak is dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not like with a lamb. You know, it, yeah, yaks are just dropping dead all the time. It's fine. Okay. Because um, it's not like with a lamb, right, or sheep, you, like, cut off the wool, right? You, yeah. like, shear it, but then the it's fine. In this case, we're not shearing the yak. The yak is skinned. The, the yak is skinned. Uh, did Grandma hunt the yak, or did Grandma... I'm yeah, thinking... I'm thinking Game of Thrones season three reek situation. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, does Corey know what a monster he's created? Mike, I'm saying no. He doesn't realize what a monster he's created. Corey's completely oblivious to Mina's change. In his mind, Mina's <laughs> like this. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes. So, uh, our B-plot, we get our second and final scene of the B-plot. God bless. Um, feels like we just started with it. Uh, Sophie is serving Martinez, Sam, and or Samantha, and uh, Victor. Sophie's jiggly-wiggly. She's just rotten jello. <laughs> yeah, it looks like jello that sat out overnight. And then she took some... Um, like green spray frosting or something and like put it on top she and goes to get the blue cheese just a nice dollop of blue cheese to top it yeah, off naturally and when she goes to do that uh victor samantha and martinez all fight over who needs to tell her she can't cook uh, martinez naturally pushes it onto samantha right why would he he do it samantha then pushes it onto victor because it's food related makes sense Victor says he can't, and then reenacts uh, telling her uh, that it would end with his catchphrase of I'll go pack. Classic um, Victor. Yeah, I, I really do like that he has uh, like a series of catchphrases. Me too. Here Come the Pain is my favorite though. Yeah. And then um, Corey walks in, so they're all not sure who's going to tell Sophie. Corey walks in, what's for lunch? And then he takes a bite of it. Uh, he screams Daddy No. He whimpers Daddy No. Daddy No. <laughs> It was my favorite daddy no to date. Just the resignation in his face. The uh, shame he felt believing his father <laughs> that. Just good, bravo, Kyle Massey. Well, when you eat something and it quote unquote tastes like dirty laundry, uh, that's going to be the reaction that you have. And Corey, Corey's grown up in a, in a house with a chef. Yes. This is chef Victor of the chill grill. Of the chill, the chill grill. And uh, so now Corey, he's unhappy with it, with having tasted that, tells Sophie it's horrible, and walks away brushing his mouth. And only now that Sophie knows the truth, does Martinez feel like he needs to... um, Time to be a father. Tell her. 
he was so willing to be like, Victor, please just be the dad. Like, I don't have time for this, even though I have time to sit down and eat two separate terrible meals with both of you. Um, all right. Ren, uh, I love you and I'm so proud of you, but your cooking is not very good. You are a horrible father. Yeah. <laughs> you are a terrible father. I'm moving out. Yeah, that's... Uh, when starting this conversation, Ren... I would not like. I feel like he's so blunt with her. How is this man president? Besides, I don't the know. Dedicated survivor scenario we concocted. Yes. He doesn't know how to interact with his own daughter. Like this is one of the rare times we've actually had a real parenting moment between Martinez and Sophie, but it's also the most stilted he's ever been ridden. Yeah, and like Sophie's even more upset. Like not just because of the fact that her cooking is terrible, but she she says she's like. You liked it. Uh, she's she's like, uh, what? You liked it. Or you told me that you liked it. And then you didn't. So, like, not only do you not like it, but, and you're telling me that now, but also you told me you liked it. And it was actually terrible. Bryce, if people like, don't tell us the truth, we can never improve. Yeah, he can, says can you that. Like, about that line? Mm-hmm. Because... To me, it's Martinez reflecting on his terrible approval rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only his thing negative, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's this like negative 25 or whatever he's at at this point. It's also why he's uh, acting so weird. He's just depressed. Yeah, he's like, America doesn't like me. Uh, and he's trying to frame it in a good light to like inspire his daughter. But it's just not good. It's not really a nice scene. Um and I thought about this. Imagine being, um, being, um, Madison, yeah, Madison, yeah, Madison, Madison. Um, and going from spent spending time on a movie set where Dwayne the Rock Johnson is your dad, to back to to Corey in the house, you're stuck with this guy for your dad. You know, maybe you that's nothing the to problem. work with. His actor was just feeling so insecure mm-hmm. after watching the game plan. Yep. He was so jealous. He, do you think he auditioned for it? Definitely. Yeah. Didn't cut it. Don't blame him. All right. Uh, it's okay. Fine. They hug. Yeah. Yep. If people don't tell us the truth, we can never improve. That's the nice moment that they hug. Yeah. Uh, we're at the party. Mina's big party. It's finally time. Mina arrives in a giant clam. Uh, this party has no theme, right? It's not really consistent. It's clam. Okay. The theme is clam. Well, it would have to be because that's the only real decoration. Uh, everything it's like, else is uh, clam and skinny boy fat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mina's parents they are on camera they pretend to be excited mina's mom is like holding back tears well imagine you come from bahavia to live in the united mm-hmm. states with your ambassador husband and you remember your sweet tishka as your daughter is preparing for her 16th birthday yeah and you watch as a cultural tradition that you value and have been excited for your entire life is desecrated in front of your eyes while your daughter behaves in a way she's never acted before <laughs> yep Corey 
He's a monster. Like, he did this. He destroyed a family. He did. He doesn't even care because it gave him the opportunity to get DC3 uh, on a TV show. Again. And again, what are you going to say? Again, this, is, this isn't the oh, first yeah, time yes. he's been on TV. Yes, correct. Um, so she... Uh, this is all going to come crashing down now because Corey and Newt, they're ready to go on as Mina welcomes everyone to her party and announces that she got the hottest musical act in the world. Uh, skinny boy fat. What a betrayal. Mm. Newt and Corey are like, oh, so we're opening for him. That's pretty cool still. And then she's like, no. And they're like, oh, so he's opening for us. Like, that's even cooler. Uh, no. What kind of a what a skinny boy fat? What kind of music? Hardcore rap, like really aggressive <laughs> stuff. Just bleeps every few seconds. I feel so horrible <laughs> for Mina's parents. It really is the worst of the worst. Worst case scenario here. Is Mina's Mina's grandmother who uh, skinned the yak does she make her way from bahavia to here just for skinny boy fat to happen she does and she has a heart attack and mina does not notice Oof. Oof. <laughs> mina throws her out with everyone else after she falls over <laughs> snaps her fingers and gets tossed out of there uh, uh, i love the added detail of mina snapping grandma's <laughs> fingers while she's uh, uh all right so um Corey uh, then says to Mina, you forgot the big picture. It's that DC3 could play on TV. That's why we're doing all of this. That's Mina's right. Like, the whole birthday thing was to help DC3. <laughs> what? Mina's such a, I don't know, a jerk. Selfish. Yeah, selfish. That's what, what she it is. She thinks she is. She, She's you just know, thinking you, about herself. You only turn 16 once, and if you turn 16 and you don't try to profiteer, uh, did you even turn 16? Like it's just, you know, self-absorbed. Um, they toss out Corey and Newt for this. And then uh, security soon after tosses out Ambassador Perum uh, because he suggested that they turn the music down. And he, he shouldn't have done that. Nope. <laughs> he should have known. Come on. Should have done that. <laughs> uh, are we surprised Ichbod is not also kicked out? Mina's cool with Ichbob. Okay. Like, he knows how to play himself in a social setting. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that big, you know, if you don't know how to make friends. So is uh, are him and Skinny Boy Fat like old friends? Uh, Skinny Boy Fat actually mentored under uh, <laughs> Ichbob. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, they're thrown out. They're now talking through everything that has happened. Um. So, Perum is like, this is awful. We can't, uh, I can't believe that she's behaving like this. Uh, this is so embarrassing. We have this musical act with like, a Bahavia is just barely getting in there between soup and salad. Because um, Yanush is here. That's Yanush right. Shows Yanush, up. The greatest ball the... in all of Bahavia. <laughs> he, he's there. Uh, he like shakes Perum's hand. He's honored to be there. Um, and that's when they actually hold on. Coming into the scene, does is does he roll up? Yeah, he rolls up. <laughs> he 
He's ball walking already. Uh, we assume he like ball walked all the way there. Yeah, of course. I mean, okay. it's the main method of transportation. Can he ball walk up the stairs or does he take the elevator? He ball walks up. Yeah. Um, maybe off, like up the railings like Sonic. Um, all right. So they're talking. They're like, we can't let the world see Mina behave like this because no matter how badly she behaves, we love her. That's right. Uh, so, I'm sur- <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, I was. I'm surprised that Perum isn't more upset at Corey. Perum doesn't say anything. He lets Corey just handle everything from here. Yep. Um, and <laughs> does Corey? So Corey's plan. He always has a plan. Uh, he's gonna roll in on the ball. The ball uh, that Yanush is supposed to use. That's right. He strips Yanush naked and takes his ball and then rolls into the party. Uh, it's not as not as hard as it looks. Um, but then things go south. Uh, so he goes in there just as people are beginning to eat their salads. Right? And so now it's Yanush time. And he rolls around, kind of loses control. And people run and scream. Corey's terrorizing them, chasing them down. <laughs> He's going to flatten them. He starts yelling at one point. Yeah. I'm going to flatten you. I'm coming for you. Uh, so they're all running. One person throws their body into the present pile. <laughs> like completely to get out of the way of the ball. Uh, <laughs> just does that into what could have been a bunch of wrapped up bricks. Um but All of you know, bricks. <laughs> yeah, takes the risk, dives into the presence. Presents were soft enough, so he's good, but he does the, the table does break. Um another table gets thrown. Yeah, a bunch of tables are like breaking left and right. People are running, they're screaming, climbing up on top of each other, like rats in a storm drain. Uh and then uh Corey hits a table. I, I don't get the physics here, but he does go flying. <laughs> That's right, he gets clammed. <laughs> goes flying, lands in the clam, the clam slams shut. Uh, is that a metaphor for how Cory is the pearl of the Cory in the House universe? Cory can only be a pearl when he shuts himself away from others and allows them to shine. That's Yes. Yeah, he shines brightest uh, when he's in isolation. That's right. But all others then can, can shine without him. They thrive together. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so uh, Mina's upset. Corey ruins this. Right. Um, but it's okay, because while Corey was creating that distraction, Newt beat up all the cameramen and stole the camera. <laughs> like, did Newt just say, hey, can I borrow that camera? And in the middle of the party, you know, the prime time for them to be filming, they were like, yes, you can take this camera from me. Um, but Newt now has the camera, and Mina's like, you're making me look bad in front of all these people. Corey's like, you're making yourself look bad. Uh, here's a video. Be a little montage. Uh, any of these stand out horse. to you? Her yelling at the horse definitely did. Yeah. Uh, me too. Especially she doesn't remember yelling at the horse. Nope. She was just so, so into herself. She forgot yelling at a horse. Uh, she calls yourself a. Uh, you call yourself a horse. 
when she yells. Um, all right, so she feels bad. She knows what to do. Uh, she fixes it, Ren. It's now she a- apologizes to everyone, and it's mm-hmm. okay now. It's yep. done. And now it's a traditional uh, Swetishka. She doesn't have her grandma's yak fur dress. Uh, the party isn't set up like a traditional Bahavian party. Nope. You know, there isn't Bahavian music. Mm-hmm. They just spent people there. Yeah, they spent all this money <laughs> on non non traditional items. Yeah, just now it's just gonna be a traditional Swetishka. She says. Whatever you say, Mina. Yeah. Whatever you say. Uh, I, I am really wishing that we uh, got more of Monster Mina. Me too. She was the best part of the episode for me. Like, even if they um, they could have played into other tropes. Like, Mina starts hanging out with new people for a few episodes. I really thought that just even for this episode, she'd get she'd abandon Corey and Newt for new friends. Uh, yeah. I mean. You don't even need the motivation of being a monster to do that. I think if you're a <laughs> decent person, I think maybe that's why she kept with them. Uh, <laughs> she liked they, being they, that part of the monster side appealed to her. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, because that's also that that also needs to be mentioned here. Like the point of this episode is Mina going from Mina to monster, but this is like she's going from like Mina to Corey. Like this is like Corey yeah. every single day. Is this level of of Mina bratty, mm-hmm. entitled? Yep. Uh, all right. We get our closing scene. Right. Big Bob, blow us home. Bring us, bring us home. Uh, they sit down. They're back in Koi's apartment. They watch the airing of the episode, and it's gonna be a disaster. It's gonna be a real mess. Mina is already humiliated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, Corey, he pulled a few strings. You know how Corey does. Yeah, people owe him. And when uh, your approval rating is this low, what's a little more abusive power? <laughs> I could not imagine if, like, we had everything with with the the political circus. Uh, that can, I mean, let's be real; it it still happens, but. Uh, really heavy in the spotlight of the news the past few years. Um, if this were to happen, I I think that this would be one of those moments that people would really point to as like, I cannot believe that this is a thing that the president once did. This is full-blown propaganda. It is. This, this is like what a complete breach of power. <laughs> also, yeah, uh, I have a little question. Uh, did Corey forget that reruns exist? Yeah, I thought that same thought too, Red. So what, every single time the episode goes to air, he's gonna, Martinez is gonna make sure that this episode never happens? Martinez is on every channel. Like, I I would have been more, I don't know, more satisfied, but I think it would have been fine for Corey to be like, don't worry, Mina, I got your back. As he like reaches into his bag and pulls out a videotape. <laughs> like I swapped the tapes. Like sure. Like, like whatever. That that could be fine. Um, but instead, this is uh, this is what we get. So the the episode goes to start. Martinez interrupts. We get uh, Samantha Samuel saying, and now an important message. An important message. Important. This is interrupting, like primetime television. For all we know. Yep. 
important message from President Martinez. And he is here in the kitchen, live on air, with his daughter Sophie, to tell America that Sophie made him a cheese sandwich that he really enjoyed. And now he's going to spend 30 minutes sharing the recipe. Half an hour of America's Angel on every American channel in the country. Uh, Like, every part of this, Ren. Martinez's approval rate. Just when I think his approval rating can't get any lower. The Corey and the House writers pull gold out of the air. And this is like 2007, 2008, when if this is primetime, Ren, I'm assuming he's taken over every channel, taking over the airwaves. Yeah. You've been waiting all week to watch the next episode of Lost. You're finally going to find out what Not Penny's Boat means. You're finally (laughs) going to figure it out. This is the episode. This is the one. 30 minutes of a cheese sandwich recipe. Like, oh my goodness. Can you imagine how angry the Lost Forums would have been? They would have gotten Martinez impeached themselves. <laughs> it's so, so hard for me to think about why he felt this was okay. Why Corey, Corey pitched this potentially, and Martinez said, yes, this is a great idea. Um, okay. So I'm I'm done uh, with it. Anything else with that? Oh, also Newt Newt's trying to write down the recipe, but he's struggling to keep up. Um, it's that's... a bread cheese. Yeah. Little uh, little joke to mm. end the episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, another episode of Corey in the house in the books, right? <laughs> another one. Uh, definitely some highs in here, some lows, but some highs as well. Um, this episode has like all of the worst things about Corey in the house about it in it, but it's kind of what I like about it. All right. What was your rose for the episode? The best part? Dark Mina. <laughs> mm-hmm. She, it's the most they've given her like material wise to act with in episodes. Even in episodes about her, they're never really about her. But this actually gives her a decent bit of room to just be a character and exist. Um, and it's, fun. Yeah, it's I, fun to see her just completely turn around and become this monster. And then also have getting to see like Ambassador Perum have to react to it. Um, Corey and Newt less so because Corey doesn't Corey doesn't think that she's turning into a monster. Yeah. Um, but it's still fun to see like the people around her react to all of a sudden Mina just making demands left and right. It's a um, shame we didn't see Stickler or Candy. Oh, for real. Yeah, they uh like Stickler yeah, I feel like both both would have had good opportunities for jokes for like context added into Definitely. the episode as well. All right, my rose uh I, I gave it to the prop department. Uh really? yeah, because the food. Yeah. <laughs> that food looks so rough, um, looked visually so unappealing. And I just think that they they have had some really consistent um, little props designed here and there that really add to the episode. So uh, I want to just give a little shout out to them. Uh, Any buds? Anything that you would like to see more of? 
so I'm not praising the B plot itself. Yep. But I liked that it ended with a sincere moment between Martinez and Sophie, as poorly as it was executed. Mm-hmm. It gives me hope that we'll see more B plots that strive for a more mature storytelling. Like this wasn't the case here. They didn't know what they were doing with Martinez. <laughs> yeah. But like it's a it's an attempt at something more for Corey in the house, something different at least. Mm-hmm. Um for me, uh the idea of Corey just pulling strings. Uh yeah. this is is something that we haven't really seen too much of Corey uh just all of a sudden something happens Corey's like i made that happen and there's zero to no explanation as to what that that dialogue was uh and so i i would like to see Corey continue to just because we don't know the limit of his power that's right we don't know exactly what he can make happen so i would love for him to continue to just push those limits uh, for me and the, going into thorn worst part about the episode um was just the the like two act b plot that yeah. felt so disconnected from the rest of the episode uh, even Corey walks in at one point and he's in there but like even in that quick little scene um there's not much added to it uh, and also victor is is not really i feel like he's been underutilized the past few episodes i agree i didn't so. yeah I wasn't really feeling Victor's presence. Yep. All right. Any thorn for you? Same, honestly. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, is TV.com back up and running? No, it's not. I have no idea what's happening. Oh, right. no. I wish I could be so upset. Would that this desk were a time desk? <laughs> we could... Uh... We should have. Um, we should have saved all of Gates reviews. Gone forever. He put so much time into that, or they. I'm sorry, they put so much time into that. It's just gone. Um. All right. So with no TV.com, Ren. Should, do we jump into Martinez? I think we have to. He's at negative 75. He's about to drop a whole lot more. Left him. Uh, let's see. Bryce, I'm thinking a full 20% drop. I mean, he took over people's television during prime time. For half to, an hour. To talk about cheese sandwiches. Like, this is something that would be, be reported on G, like worldwide. Mm-hmm. People would question uh, if well, they would they already would be questioning if he was fit as a leader, but they would just be questioning him, I think, in general. I feel like the media would be really worried. Like, is this mm-hmm. going to be a regular occurrence? Is Martinez starting to, like, experiment with propaganda programming? Was mm-hmm. using his daughter? Is, she, is he using her as, like, a way of easing in audiences to the idea of United States regular programming? Mm-hmm. Well, because that's, that's another thing. If you, if I'm watching TV, 2007, 2008, I get a message. All right, president's going to interrupt this. He has an important message, okay? Uh, and it's the president and, like, their child? What? <laughs> uh, that, right off the bat, I'm going to say this message is not important enough if you're delivering it with your child. I'm not taking you seriously, Mr. President. 
Um, yeah, so negative 95. All right. That's where he's at. He could skyrocket one week. What if we get like an episode where he uh, is like reelected or something? That'd be wild. That would the be the arms race. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last thing we have to do, Ren, is go ahead and give this episode a rating. I am going to give this episode a five. Okay. Yes. Why? Matt, why is that? I uh had some highs, had some lows. At the end of the day, it's a Corey in the House episode that exemplifies Corey in the House. Corey in the House at its best and its worst. You yeah, it's... So when I... This conversation has helped me feel better about it, mm-hmm. about the episode. I did not feel very good about it going in. Um, honestly, Ryan, I feel like you you turned me around on Evil Mina. <laughs> I... Felt like she, yeah, I felt like she was just pretty one-dimensional, um, pretty much like zero to 60 too quickly. Mm-hmm. And even though I, I still think she was, yeah. but just talking about it, I think it, it was a little bit more fun. It was than, fun. Than uh, I had, at least when I was watching. Uh, the B-plot was really rough, really disconnected, not fun, not inspiring, not funny. Uh, and then... Just Corey up to his old old stuff again. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with a four. All right, on it. So uh, that that is Monsters Ball. I give it a four. You gave it a five. So, all right, and uh, with that, Ren, we close the book on season two, episode three of Corey in the House. And next up, we've got the game. Corey in the House DS, the uh, highly anticipated gameplay review. This is going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Yes. And uh, yeah, the the story of it is unique. It takes a lot of inspiration from the game, uh, uh, from the show, I'm sorry. And there's a lot of characters that pop up who Mm. I wouldn't expect to see here. But at the same time, like, I don't know. At the same time, I gotta say, if I'm one of those actors, uh, I definitely keep a copy of this DS game around to like show my grandkids. Right. Be like, hey, I was in a DS game once. Do you want to see it? But uh, yeah, so we have that coming up next week, and then we uh, I posted on our Facebook page the link for if you want to get our newsletter, which is being sent out via the mail. It is not an email newsletter. <laughs> uh, I want to be very clear about that. Has anyone we, signed up? I believe. Hold on, let me check. Uh, last I checked, we had at least one. Yes. Um, and uh, so that's exciting. And obviously, if you, you um, we need like a name and an address for it. If it's not, if it's something that you don't feel comfortable uh, with, don't feel like you need to do it. Um, but. Yeah, rent. Will we ever? We'll never release it digitally, right? It would be unfair. Yeah, like you either subscribe to this and you get it in the mail, or you don't get it at all. That's right. So I just we want to be very clear about that response. Oh, three. We have three. Yes. All right. I gotta start coming up with some uh, little cartoons to draw. 
Yeah, it's exciting. I I, I don't want to uh, talk too much on air also about what's going to be in there because I want to be a little bit of like a, a nice little surprise. Yeah. Like, a, hey, I didn't know that this was, was coming my way. So Coupons and stuff. Coupons. <laughs> <laughs> should, I, should I collect coupons when I go to the store? Yes. And, like send them in this? <laughs> people to use they'll be expired at that point but i mean it's part nice. of the novelty yeah yeah it is so uh but yeah so if you are interested in that you can go ahead and um sign up there we're gonna send our first one out probably in may uh because uh i think that we probably need some time to put it together and figure out yeah. what we want in it so uh, but otherwise uh thank you all so much for listening uh, if you uh want to like us on facebook that's appreciated uh people oh ren people uh when they do podcasts plug like uh, rate us five stars on itunes mm-hmm. should we do that we should we really should i think um i think our page does have reviews should i read them let's read some uh we have two reviews are you interested Okay. I'm very interested. I've searched mountains and this is from January 2nd, 2021. Okay. I have searched mountains and oceans to find a Cory in the House podcast. It has escaped me for so long until today. I've discovered two Cory scholars, that's you and me, Ren, um, <laughs> that have provided expert analysis and critique on this legendary piece of art. Their understanding of the internal machinations. Machinations. All right. Into- <laughs> of politics of this show has made this the best Cory in the House fan content in the market. Do not sleep on this podcast. It's a party every week, baby. You heard it here, folks. Uh, so that one's great. Uh, in listening to the pilot episode, this one's older, October 19th. Okay. Uh, this podcast has already made me taller, got me more connections on LinkedIn, and changed my oil for me. Listening to this podcast is not only... Uh, made me a better Cory in the House fan, but a better daughter, sister, and citizen. Thank you for bringing this to light. Can't argue with that. So, uh, and we have five five star reviews, or like five star ratings on iTunes. Let's get that to ten. Let's see if we can do it. So, uh, this week, uh, the fandom's goal is to get us to 10 five-star reviews. I, I don't think we can say five-star. I think we just got to tell people to... Bryce, <laughs> uh, have a little confidence. All right, give us 10 five-star reviews and, uh, you know, Ralph. sign up for the newsletter if you're interested. Did you say Ralph? I said or else. Okay. But yeah, let's go with Ralph. <laughs> give right. us 10 five-star reviews, Ralph. Ralph, do it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and tuning in we appreciate your support and uh we will see you next week for our conversation on brace and ren and cory in the house ds all right take care everyone have a great time at your vaccination tomorrow all right bye see ya brace and ren do you mind some electric guitar